0: Hello and welcome to this week's Geek Town Radio. Uh, this week we have uh, an interview coming up as well as a look at some uh, new pilots and of course all your AirDate stuff. And with me to talk through it is Amanda hello hello how are you i'm
2: fine thank you, how are
0: you? I'm, I'm very well thank you uh what what have you been up to since we last spoke it's been about a month since you were on i think so. uh,
2: yeah i think so I'm um, ploughing my way through the harry potter books i told you that i'm really reading them yes I'm, um, order of the phoenix now wow so that i'm on the biggest book now yes so, yeah enjoying that thoroughly um finally watched legend um this weekend with my mom and greg
0: Ah, uh, yeah okay
2: in fact i watched it twice Oh, okay. Yeah, watched it with my mom Saturday, and then Greg came round because um, it was my mom's birthday this weekend. Yes. Um, and he was a bit peeved that we'd watched it without him, so I was like, oh, I- I'm up for watching it again.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> just because he's got Tom Hardy in twice doesn't mean you need to watch it twice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not necessarily because Tom Hardy was in it that I wanted to watch it twice. Uh
0: huh. Okay. It's just one of the reasons.
2: it <laughs> was very good. Um, I watched um the People versus OJ simpson american crime story as well that's nice oh yeah
0: how was i've I've got that that kind of ready to go but i haven't managed to see it yet so
2: it, i re i really enjoyed it for a first episode i think that it, they sort of set it off stunningly like they they usually do with american horror story and things like that so it's sort of kept in line with that but it, it's got a completely different feel for it yeah um even though they've got some of the actors that are in american horror stories so oh, right. yeah yeah so it was a nice little nod to the the uh, the sister series yeah. but it's um it's brilliant i'm really enjoying it i think the actors that they've cast are, are spot on with um how the the real life people were in real life right okay the real life people in real life were yeah. awkwardly <laughs> ruptured sentence i was gonna
1: um, <laughs> jump, i was gonna
2: ignore
0: <laughs> that but there you go <laughs>
2: <laughs> I work at PR and I write for it. <laughs> Language is my friend. <laughs> no, I think it was really good. Um, and they've got some really good actors in it this time around. With mm-hmm. David Swimmer, Cuba Gooding Jr. Yes. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, I think there's nine parts. Okay. Yeah, so Not I'm curious to swear. I think it's going to go through the whole core case.
0: I would think so, yes.
2: Yeah, but um, no, I'm really... I'm hooked already.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm. Um, I'm. I am looking forward to seeing that. That one is is one that I definitely want to watch. Um, I've I've just there was oh, there's so much stuff that started last night. It's like we well, know, yeah, we've had since January like.
2: Nothing. nothing on tv nothing at all and, then, and now everything yeah
0: this week everything seemed <laughs> yeah. to start um so yeah,
2: better call soul as well which we need to, i need to start watching yeah but better,
0: better course call soul starts tonight mm-hmm. um uh walking dead came back yesterday as well as Uh,
2: facebook was well aware yes (laughs) Uh,
0: and i've i have to watch uh walking dead because uh i will be on a walking dead podcast on wednesday tomorrow night so uh so we're we're, uh, matt who occasionally does this show has started a walking dead podcast and i've agreed i've said that i will go and uh go and be on that as well so uh that will be i'll i'll put it out on the website so um if you want to listen to that you can you can kind of hear that as well um so yes i'm trying to get through walking dead and and talking dead as well
2: (laughs) um strong name
0: yes uh anything else from your side um i don't think so no no gaming (laughs) 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 no gaming at the moment
2: um, not at the moment. No. Um, it's been sort of, um, on hold when I, whilst I get through all my Harry Potter books, but I was thinking <laughs> of replaying the Lego Harry Potter game on my PSV <laughs> to just to be, you know, a proper geek about it. Yeah. Well, why not?
0: Um, why not? I'm on the, I'm in the right place. No, well, I, I've, um, uh, one, of, one of the reasons why I haven't got round to watching American Crime Story yet is because I was um, playing XCOM 2 until about 10pm 10, 10 last night. Uh, and <laughs> so you're
2: enjoying it then?
0: Yeah, no, XCOM 2 is fantastic. I, but the, the problem is, you get drawn into these missions and um i'm 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 kind of you you, you get to a certain point and then one of you guys gets shot and you're kind of thinking okay well i'm gonna finish these guys off and you get sucked into it and what you think might be a sort of 15 minute kind of mission ends up being 40 minutes so so (laughs) it's it's one of those games that you think oh just run through one thing and then five hours later you're still there and (laughs) so, so it can suck your time away but it's um it's really good fun. I, I'm really enjoying it. It's one of the the best of those kind of term-based uh, strategy games. So uh, it's really, really good. So I've been uh, playing that quite a lot. Um, as I say, I've been watching Watch Walking Dead last night, which was... Uh, have you seen that yet?
2: No, I haven't seen it yet.
0: Okay. The phenomenal episode. Uh, uh, Lots of lots of gruesome gore. Um, Are are you are you up to date with Walking Dead at all?
2: I I know what's happened. Okay, I haven't watched any of it yet. Right. Obviously, I've watched some of it. I just haven't been. I've been a bit lax with keeping up with it.
0: Right. Okay. It it ended the last uh, season with them basically surrounded by zombies and zombies everywhere. Uh, With sort of how we left it before. the the break so that's where it
2: controversial death
0: yeah well or not actually oh Uh, it's or not yeah or or maybe not um so um so yeah there, there was all that going on and then uh yeah. Then they opened with this, and there were a number of deaths uh, in this. I, I, do, I won't say any more, just in case people haven't watched it yet. But there were there were a number of deaths of various people in uh, in in this one. It was fairly brutal, uh, <laughs> in, in in only the way that uh, Walking Dead can. They've actually um was it uh, the kid that plays Carl? I think uh, came back saying, uh, uh, yeah, we th- there will be no kind of um, false sort of deaths coming up. There will be no kind of easy or isn't y stuff in the next season. It's going to get really, really, really vicious um, in the in the second half of this season. So, uh, yeah, it's um, interesting. <laughs> so prepare yourself. <laughs> uh, yes, so prepare yourself. Um, it's it's quite vicious, uh, the, the uh, Return of Walking Dead, but well worth watching. So I've been watching that x files which came back last Monday uh, I've got to catch up with that again because that's the second episode of that's coming out but I really enjoyed the first one um I, I thought that was really good
2: yeah I want to I want to catch up on that um I haven't watched any of the new stuff but they've they've um, they've cast Joe McHale in it now haven't they in the new one so I'm quite
0: uh have they oh okay um okay i'm not yes but you could be right yes, i'm, I'm not sure i'm sure he is yeah no you could be, you could be right i just can't remember what he looks like so
2: <laughs> i like to keep up to date with um everything that the guys from community are in <laughs> and
0: doing yes uh oh yeah no you're right you're right he is yes um i i, I think i know the guy you mean now he, he plays the one that
2: looks like ryan secret
0: yes he plays he plays a kind of um uh smarmy kind of fox news-esque um news reporter who's in <laughs> sort of conspiracy theorist oh, cool. sort of guy um but he's doing it really for it seems to be doing it for ratings but he's he's sort of the instigator to bring Mulder and scully back together oh um, cool but he's, he's really good yeah so that's quite a good part for him anyway
2: because he yeah.
0: plays that really well yeah so that that's been really good um and uh lucifer as well which is on amazon prime um i'm really enjoying that i'm uh, two or three episodes into to that because it's coming out weekly as it goes out in america it's coming out the day after the u.s um but that's fantastic. Um I don't know. Do you know anything about this series? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I've been um I've been wanting to watch it. I need to um get Amazon Prime. I need to get it all sorted because there's a bunch of stuff on there that I really want to watch.
0: Yes. The Amazon Prime's got some great stuff on it at the moment. Um,
2: yeah, because I really want to wa- start watching Mr. Robot as well.
0: Yeah, Mr. Robot's superb. I really enjoyed that series. Uh, there's Man in the High Castle, which is really good. Um I'm trying to think what else is on there. There's there's a number of other series there's there's the us version of uh, mad dogs is on there which i haven't actually watched yet but um that will be kind of interesting to see but lucifer's fantastic it's so well written uh tom ellis is brilliant in it um he's he's kind of fun and i i like the fact that he's not trying to hide the fact that he is lucifer that he is like the devil yeah he, he, he tells anybody that asks him you know who he is yeah. he tells them he's the devil um, <laughs> and and people go yeah right and just sort of don't believe him you know um but but it, it's it's just brilliant uh, it's got a lot of humor in it it's really really well written
2: um, it looks so fun and i really like that he's completely just I wouldn't say broke America, but he's really, he's crossed over so well, considering that he was just in things like Gates and Miranda and things like that, yeah. like last year.
0: Yeah. Not, no. not
2: even that long ago. And then the strain and now in Lucifer.
0: Yeah. He's, he's done a really good job. I think he's superb in it Cause I mean, I, I'm, I was aware of him, but I didn't really watch anything. I don't think that he was in over here, but I mean, I, I was aware of the name. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought um, he's, he's done a, Great job uh, on that! I, I think he's he's brilliant and kind of slightly smarmy and sort of sarcastic uh, and <laughs> doesn't entirely get the the way that humans are and, and you know it's it's just really nicely written and put together. It's very right. fu- very funny. Um, it looks
2: really good.
0: The trailer looked awesome. Yeah. I mean I'm hoping it survives in the US. Um it, it it's at the moment I think we've got it on 75% chance for renewal. So it's it's landed fairly well after a couple of episodes. Uh it seems to be doing okay and its numbers seem to be all right which is so fingers crossed it stays there. Um it's it's looking fairly good for renewal. So um uh yeah we we did some renewal dates last Week um, we're probably not going to do them because there's not been that many changes this week to to last week, but uh, there's there's a few shows which are, are looking a bit precarious. Uh, things like Sleepy Hollow isn't looking particularly good. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, and there's there's various others. Uh, they, they've um, Supernatural is is looking pretty much a lock in now for Inol as well which I love that show. We we're, we're horribly behind over here but at the moment to be honest if they if they ran that series um like the next series straight after the current one I don't know where I'd find the time to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Cuz <laughs> cuz I mean you come the end of this month you've got um uh, flash arrow and uh, legends of tomorrow starting as well and then supergirls back the month after so um th- there's so much stuff coming out right now it's ridiculous um so yes we're we're uh we'll, we'll go through some air dates later on but it is it is quite stupid the amount of stuff that's out there um in terms of movies i've, I've not seen deadpool yet i don't know that you've managed no, to get to see I'm, Dep-
2: I'm planning to see it this week
0: um, yeah, I've, I'm hearing very good things from various people that I know that have been to see it. So I, d- I do want to go and see it. I'm told it's very, very silly, but um, really <laughs> I, good fun.
2: I got really sucked into the whole um, marketing stuff that they did around it. So leading up to it, they did like interviews with him for Empire and yeah. all sorts of stuff, and like interactive trailers. Um, yeah. And it just looks awesome. Um, I was a bit skeptical about um, Ryan Reynolds at first when I first found out they cast him. Uh, a bit unsure but he looks like he's really stepped up to the plate cuz yeah. like a comedic actor I wouldn't necessarily have yeah thought of him first yeah but he looks like he's done a really good job with
0: it yeah i mean he's they seem to have been heavily involved with you know getting it produced um because he was he was always pushing to get it produced and uh he's been involved with some of the marketing thing there was a, a, a poster that was doing the rounds a while back which was um it was a, a skull face that, that it was like an um, uh, the the um emoticons and it was a skull face emoticon uh, uh, the sort of emoticon of a, of a turd uh, yes. uh, and then uh l at the end so he's dead pool you know
2: <laughs> yeah and he tweeted something about because obviously in america it's poop yeah and it's like i'm so excited for dead poople <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but that that apparently had uh, would started off he was on graham norton a couple of weeks ago and said that basically started off as um a couple of the guys messing around and, and texting each other and they thought and then somebody said, "Oh, we're going to turn it into a poster." And it was like, "You'll never do that." And they did. <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> and it worked. it's it been all over Twitter. Yeah, since.
0: absolutely. It's just been everywhere. It's went went viral. So um, that's that's kind of fantastic. There was a, a something posted. On, somebody posted on Reddit as well for the marketing for it, where um, they'd uh, the opening night of uh, Deadpool. The manager of that particular. Um, cinema chain or that particular cinema actually had, had gone round all the other posters and kind of graffitied the other posters with sort of see deadpool over the top and drawing faces like you know joker faces and stuff over the top of like you know the the posters and things sort of <laughs> defacing them and just gonna kind of go like crossing out star wars and going you know uh, deadpool awakens and that sort of thing is you know <laughs>
2: No, it looks awesome. I'm really excited to see it. I would have seen it this weekend if it hadn't been um, my mom's birthday, which sounds yes. really awful. But I need to see it.
0: Soon <laughs> yeah, no, I I will try and get to it. Um, I think next weekend because it it does look brilliant. So I'm I'm looking forward to go and see that. Um, Speaking of Star Wars, which I just mentioned, they've they've announced that Star Wars uh, Episode Eight has started production as well. So, and they've got three new um, new people joining the cast, which was something else which uh, came out as well.
2: One of them's me. <laughs>
0: I've
2: been <laughs> holding it in for so long. You wish. But now it's time to announce.
0: <laughs> you wish. I wish. Um, <laughs> So uh, yeah, there is a little video during the round. Do not watch the video if you haven't seen the Force Awakens. But you know, if you've not seen the Force Awakens by now, you're not going to be interested in that anyway. So, um, but okay. yeah, the so the the, the video um, it would appear shows Ryan the uh, the the director Ryan Johnson of the new um, or the Episode Eight either was in control for the final shots of episode 7, or they've kind of gone back and it's sort of picking up where it left off. I'm I'm not entirely sure, but certainly the the little production announcement trailer that they did, which was only about 30 seconds, that Appears to show the very end, show Ryan behind the camera at the very end of of episode seven. So um that's kind of kind yeah. of interesting. Um, uh,
2: probably, yeah, I'll do that as soon as we finish up.
0: Yes, yes. I feel uh, like
2: episode seven has given me some deeply rooted issues. In, in what way? Every time I see a picture of Chewbacca now, I just feel really sad and empty. Oh. I just, I, I just can't cope with it. Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs>
0: it's just it's not good it's not good for anyone. <laughs> yeah no it's, it, it's very much a shame um the announcement of the three new people was uh, uh Benicio del Toro is apparently going to be in the uh, in the new film um last seen as the collector and uh, uh, d- commiserating with Howard the duck at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, he was in uh, the that uh Sicario, i think he's the the other movie he's been in recently they've also cast laura dern from jurassic park and uh, she's about to show up in twin peaks and apparently danny strong the guy behind um empire and jonathan from buffy as as yeah, some cool. people will know uh he he will he's um written a biopic about jd jd salinger the um author of catcher in the rye and various other famous American novels um, and Laura Dunn's apparently appearing in that as well. But she's been cast in episode eight and uh, a girl called Kelly Marie Tran, who is best known really for her work on um, college humor and funny or die. And and she's been on a number of those kind of shows. So that's kind of an interesting, uh, interesting kind of, yeah. because she's a comic actress by the looks of it. So uh, I, I don't know any more about it than that. Uh, obviously no details on who they're actually playing, but they've been cast. In the, um, in the film, so uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll find out in due course yeah. who they are. So, uh, yeah, there, there was that, and in video game news, there was an announcement that they're apparently making a video game based on Grimm, the uh, TV show, oh. um, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Um, it's, it's, it sounds like it's going to probably be – some sort of browser-based game, I think, Uh, but that's not quite as as dodgy as it it sounds. The company that are doing it are um let's just check the name it's the publishers a new publishing company called games co but the people that are actually building the game are the uh are, are a company called art plant who are the same people that made battlestar galactica online and battlestar galactica online you can actually go to the website and and sign up and play now and it is actually an in-browser game but it's it's just brilliantly done um it's it's this free-to-play um kind of MMO sort of thing uh, but it's it's really nicely put together so I'm kind of interested to see what they they do with this uh, this grim game uh, it's it's a uh, intriguing prospect you've you've seen the grim TV show
2: yeah bits and pieces yeah
0: so it's basically follows a homicide detective who uh, finds out he's descended from uh, a line of people known as Grimm's who are in charge of keeping the balance between humanity and the mythological creatures of the world. So he can see these various um, sort of humans that turn into uh, various kind of mythological creatures. Um, So what they've decided to do with the game is they're going back a hundred years. So it's not going to interfere with anything that they're doing on the TV show. And it's about the sort of lineage of the Grimms, uh, which I thought was quite a nice idea. Yeah, it is. that's
2: good. And it doesn't um, affect anything that way as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They did something very similar when they, when they came up with star Wars for um, the old Republic, was a a very similar kind of idea. Uh, So, yeah, I, th- I thought that was that was quite nice, really. Uh, I, I'm intrigued to see what they come out with, because I really liked what they did with the Battlestar Galactica game. And uh, it's all, um, yeah, it's, as I say, it's, it's an online thing that they're planning on doing. Uh, it takes place several hundred years before the TV show, challenging players to survive as a grim ancestor in the old world. Yeah, that's so... A uh, cooperative multiplayer experience of some description, but that—that's about all we know at the moment. And there's a there's a kind of cover art for it, but that's about it. So, we so yes, we shall wait and see. Yes. Uh, in other film and TV news, there's a couple of pilots that have uh, emerged. Um, <laughs> Emerge. the, the 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 first one is kind of it's another one of these shows that you kind of think, well, yeah, okay. Um you know but can't you come up with some original ideas um Fox have announced they're making a lethal weapon pilot uh starring Damon Wayne senior uh that's Damon Wayne senior is the one that's not the one that was on New Girl that's Damon Wayne's junior his son uh, Damon, right. <laughs> Damon Wayne senior was in in Living Color and was in The Last Boy Scout with Bruce Willis um so it's he it, 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 I actually looked at it. they, they look him and his son actually do really look like each other. Um, oh
2: my God. They really do.
0: Yeah. They really, <laughs> really do look like each other. Uh, it's, it's quite, quite scary. One really does look like an older version of the other. It's really quite scary, but yeah. And Damon Wayne senior is uh, 56. Damon Wynne's junior is 33. So it's uh, Damon Wayne senior. He's playing the uh, role that Danny Glover had in the, um, in the films, which is uh, Sergeant Murtar. Um, No news on who's taking on the Mel Gibson, Martin Riggs role yet, uh, but it's been written by Matthew Miller, who was the uh, writer and executive producer on Forever, which I know a lot of people on the site really, really liked. Uh, And uh, he also wrote a number of episodes of Chuck as well, which was a fantastic TV show. Uh, So um, in the remake... He, he be a texas cop and former navy seal uh rigs moves to los angeles to start anew after he suffers the loss of his wife and baby he's then partnered up with uh lapd detective Murta, who having recently suffered a minor heart attack must avoid distress in his life so you know it, it's sort of the setup of the movie in a sort of similar kind of way um it's, Potentially could work as a kind of interesting buddy cop thing. Damon Wayans is usually pretty funny, so um, I I think could be quite good. I I just it it does make me kind of go God's sake! Can't you honestly come up with something original? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you know, because there's so many of these things come out every year. There's there's more and more of them coming out of movies turning into TV shows. Um, I and and I I just wish they'd they sort of. Pick some more original stuff um. Yeah so the other thing which is another bit of pilot news doesn't bode well particularly for Agent Carter fans it's not not a done deal but but uh, Haley Atwell is apparently starring in a pilot for ABC so same people that make Agent Carter called Conviction it's a legal drama um, stars Atwell as a brilliant but ne'er-do-well daughter of a former president who is blackmailed into taking the job as the head of Los Angeles newly created conviction integrity unit she along with the team of lawyers, investigators and forensic experts work together to examine the cases where there's credible suspicion that the wrong person may have been convicted of the crime. What they have said is if this goes to series, they will work the schedules round this and Agent Carter assuming Agent Carter gets picked back up and that is in no way a guarantee at the moment because its numbers aren't particularly great. But it does have going for it the fact that Agent Carter is owned by Disney, ABC is owned by Disney. Um so they're not it's not like they're buying it in from somewhere. It's an original series. So that may go in its favor. But, but, but this is yeah, uh, the, the this this is an interesting turn up for the books. So uh, I don't know. Um they've announced some other stars as well. Uh, Emily Kinley who played Beth in uh, Walking Dead Uh, is starring as Tess Thompson, a paralegal for the unit team. Uh, Tess used to work in the Innocence Project but decided to work for CIU because she thinks she can make a bigger impact on cases from inside the system. Uh, Manny Montana uh, who uh, played uh, Johnny Torino in um, Graceland which was again was a great show and got cancelled way too early Uh, plays Frankie Rios, a street savvy boyish former inmate who's in charge of the forensics department and uh sean ashmore as well that's the one that was iceman in x-men and was in the following not aaron ashmore who was the one that was in he uh, was his twin brother so they look identical uh, and uh, he was in smallville warehouse 13 and Kill, Killjoys so it's not that one it's the one that was in x-men um <laughs> He plays Sam, an assistant district attorney, who's kind of peeved at the fact that Atwell's character has taken the job that he wanted um, as head of the unit, but doesn't know that she was um, kind of strong-armed into taking the job in the first place. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's got quite a strong cast behind it. I, you know, it, it's sounding a bit uh, it's kind of generic cop drama, but um, I love Hayley Atwell. She's fantastic. Uh so I'd be quite happy to see more of it in, in anything. I, I just don't <laughs> cast her in all the things. Yes, cast her in everything. Uh I, I just would rather that they didn't do it at the expense of Agent Carter. Um, yeah, which is
2: brilliant.
0: Yeah, which if is gonna, if
2: we're gonna give up Agent Carter for anything, yeah, but not be a a generic cop
0: show. Some <laughs> yeah, some generic cop show no yeah. matter how good the cast is. Um yeah, I mean, Manny Montana, I, I loved in Graceland. I thought he was really good. Emily Kinley was fantastic as Beth. So I I just, you know, it has got a strong cast to it, but it's just, of all the things you could, of all the things to, to kind of give it up for him, I don't know. I, I'm i just hoping that, that both of them make it through. It will be nice. I I also don't want them to end Agent Carter without wrapping it properly. Yeah. Which if it ended this season, it wouldn't. Mm-mm. Um. So, so even if even if they only eke out a, a third season that's like a shortened run or something, so they can tie up stories, that yeah. would be good. But I, you know, uh, I I just want to see it end properly. That's all. <laughs> yeah, just anything. <laughs> yeah, any anything. Just please don't get rid of I it. Because I need closure. Yes, I, I, that would be good. So yes, that's that's all the all
3: the bits and pieces of news this week. Next up, we have an interview. This week's
0: interview is with the English Emmy Award-winning TV, film, and theatre composer, Paul Englishby. He is the composer of the BBC One's Luther with Idris Elba. Um, He also composes all the most the music for the musketeers uh he wrote the music for outcast which was a really good i don't know whether you did you see that that was a sci-fi series um that was on a while back it only ran for one season but um i really quite like that it was a real shame it was my norris i think was in it. it was really good and unfortunately got got canned after one season but yeah, he's he's currently writing the next season of The Musketeers. He's finishing that off at the moment. He also wrote and arranged all the music for the Proclaimers' musical um, Sunshine and Leith. He works in theatre a lot as well. He's got there's a version of The Tempest coming up at Stratford at the RSC, which uh, I know a lot of people go Oh Shakespeare, but what really interested me about this is Andy circus is involved. Um, the, Andy circus imaginarium who, which is the company that he uses for, uh, creating all his, um, uh, all the digital stuff. Uh, they are creating a live live digital avatar who will join the actors on stage. Oh, cool. So, uh, that, that sounds very, very cool. There's stuff floating around the web about that. So there's, there's also some various other things he's working on, but, uh, I will. I will pass you over to me now. <laughs> <The> interview, interviewing <laughs> Paul earlier on uh, yesterday. So uh, here's the interview with Paul. We'll see you afterwards. Hi Paul. How are you doing? I'm right. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thanks. Good. Yeah. Where Where are you? You ba- are you based down in London? No, I live in Brighton, actually. I oh, live in Brighton. Ah, okay. It's just, it's, it's quite a novelty to actually speaking to an English composer who, <laughs> who is actually somewhere in England because they're all in LA whenever I talk to them. Yeah, that's
3: right. No, no, no. Brighton's good enough for me. I love it. Yeah. Yes. But I, get, I suspect uh, I, get, I detect a northern accent there, David.
0: Ah, well, Midlands rather than northern. It? So, yeah.
3: okay. So. I'm from Preston originally, so ah, right. Okay. <laughs> made, it, made it all the way down to the south coast.
0: Well, yes, a nice place to be. And you've got some musical friends down there, because because isn't Fatboy Slim down that area as well?
3: <laughs> yeah, he's down here. There's a lot. There's lots of arty types. And yes, it's... Lo- every other person's a DJ, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> quite, quite
0: popular. Art area to video. yeah so yeah uh, you're, you're on really to, to talk generally about your your career and and uh, you know shows you 've worked on and all that sort of thing um, so do you want to just start off by, by uh, explaining a bit about how you got into composing in the first place
3: yeah well I, I, I sort of took a traditional route of piano lessons from about the age of eight and very quickly started writing my own music. Um, and I'd sort of write for the school band and the school choir and whatever I, whoever I could, really, or friends who played an instrument. Yeah. Um, and, and at about 13, I guess, I got the jazz bug. <laughs> I got hit quite hard, and, and, and I got into, as a sort of parallel musical education, got into big bands I
1: um, uh, yeah, played nice.
3: in the, the Lancashire County Big Band as a kid and the Northern Jazz Orchestra and i used to write for them as well so i sort of oh, awesome. so i had a classical background and a sort of parallel jazz one and and then I, I left left the north and went down to london and studied composition at goldsmith's college and then the royal academy of music yeah and that was that was straight composing that was sort of classical course but all the, all the while i was sort of moonlighting as a jazz pianist uh, <laughs> to to pay my way and um so so those are the kind of musical sort of the, the training and the influences that, uh, that that i began with really and yeah. i kind of i kind of landed accidentally in tv and film because uh while i was at goldsmiths and uh, I was approached at a concert where, where one of my pieces was being played by a producer who was pitching for a BBC strand called Sound on Film which was the thing they were doing right back, okay uh, fil- uh, music films basically yeah so I, so I got one of those um, and that started a sort of career in in TV and screen writing <laughs> so um, uh, and I have to say also the at the time I was, in, I was also writing for theater while I was at college. Um, and that's carried on as well to this day. So I'd still do a lot of, a lot of theater music as well as the stuff for screen. <laughs> so, that so that's sort of, that's my journey through, through, uh, yeah, yeah music education
0: so uh I, I mean there's there's various things you worked on you worked on uh musketeers for the, uh for which was on bbc um outcast yeah. you worked on as well which is a show that i absolutely loved i was really upset when uh, they canceled that
3: yeah i, I enjoyed that yeah. i think i don't know what i don't i think it sort of maybe fell between stools a bit because I, uh, yeah um it wasn't sci-fi enough for the sci-fi people i think yes possibly um, I a bit human drama for the you know, I don't know, yeah. but it was certainly good. It was certainly good for my sort of big series chops Yes, uh, getting into that. That was the first time I got into a kind of quick turnaround, uh, multi-episodic thing. And it's quite, you know, it's quite.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down.
0: one of the things that that certainly a lot of the guys uh, that we talk to in LA, I mean, they're they're doing insane turnarounds on on some shows um, uh, of sort of you know pra- practically kind of you know still still scrawling things as as somebody takes <laughs> the tapes away. You
3: know? <laughs> yeah, well, when I did outcast I sort of did it all on my own. And it took <laughs> a few years to realize that you actually you need to te- do
0: that yeah
3: <laughs> a team of orchestrators and, and the copyists and all the you know you need all the, and that you know obviously now Mus- i'm just, I'm just finishing series three of musketeers
0: yeah yeah,
3: about to record the last episodes and and you know i i I need help with orchestration yes. and music editing and all that because you just can't. It, it it would kill you. You, yeah. you just can't do it on your own because you're doing an episode every two weeks, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, and something like that has got about 45 minutes per episode of wow. music and it's orchestral. So
1: yeah, yeah, it's a
3: lot of tadpoles on that page. You
1: know. <laughs> Are you
0: using live orchestra for that as well?
3: Yeah, we do. I, I, I sort of get, I, we go to Prague and to get the really big orchestral moments. Right. Uh, Economically, works out, you know, better. You can get a lot more for your buck, really, in Prague. And it was a co- musketeers is a co-pro with Prague. They shot it out there, so
0: right.
3: They've got relationships over there, so we. Do, so I get a sixty-piece orchestra out there to get a big, big wide shot moments. Yeah. Where, you know where it really pays to have a that big sound, and then I do uh, quite a few sessions in London with with about twenty. Five twenty-six players.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. now I mean, each that that's that is is the thing I'm working on. Um, certainly, those large dramas. I mean, I, I've spoken a, a number of times to um, Phil Eisler, who's the guy that writes for Revenge and uh, Empire. Yeah. Um, and and I mean, he's he's he does all full live orchestrated stuff Death. every week, and and his scheduling must be insane. <laughs> so. Awesome. Uh, you know uh, i, I, I it takes a lot to to do those those sort of shows um yeah. the other thing of course you you're very well known for is luther as well yeah we
3: love luther yes yeah.
0: we all love luther <laughs> luther's fantastic um it's, yeah annoyingly when your lead actor decides to have a film career as well <laughs> it
3: makes oh, it much... well it's kind of what's quite nice about it is it will keep i think it will just keep it will keep cropping up when idris has a moment he's, yeah. sorry, where we can do a couple of episodes so um it's been not you know it's not been that sort of thing where it's come around uh logically once a year
1: yeah
3: um it, it's been a nice surprise when it has come around and you don't know and you don't know what sort of format it's going to take and um it's always it's always lovely to do and, and it's one of those rare things where the same director has pretty much done he's done 90 percent of it really yeah sam, sam miller and that that is that's a real bonus
0: so, um, are you are you working to picture for for most of the, that sort of stuff, or do you start off beforehand?
3: Um... Yeah, with Luther, um, I basically go in once Sam's got a cut that's pretty close to being locked. Yeah, and 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 we'll sit down with him and watch it. And he doesn't overly temp score stuff either, which is great. Right. Okay. So he's, so he, yeah, he's got he's got he's very open minded about he doesn't have set ideas about what the music should. Be or do he, he kind of likes to see what happens, yeah. And then we'll discuss it, uh, and uh, and and in that sense, we sometimes get nice surprises. Uh, and I'll do things that he hadn't expected, or yeah, uh, you know.
0: <laughs> are you, uh, do you do you tend to write things for the characters, or or is it is it more a general kind of feel with that show?
3: Not with that show. Things like Musketeers are very very thematic and sort of symphonic, and it's development of themes but yeah. uh, uh with Luther I tend to write pieces I kind of write uh try and do self-contained um tracks really almost if yeah. I can, if you can squeeze them it sometimes you're not you're doing more functional yeah bridging stuff but but where where possible it's it's nice to kind of just have have an idea for that cue and 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 really uh play it out
0: yeah um you if you if you're you're writing sort of yeah you say you're writing tracks and stuff it's for that um
3: it's sort of got a i mean obviously they bookend it with with there's always a there's commercial track at the end of the uh, yeah yeah and and obviously there's the massive attack titles yeah
0: do, do you have any any say in in the kind of other music that gets mixed in with it are you are you kind of involved in that side of things as well
3: well i i, I normally no normally it's always been just the end roller that's been uh, a track and that will be the music supervisor and the director will come up with something that they can afford yeah. <laughs> 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 and that fits the mood of that episode <laughs> but um we did i did work with uh robert smith on on the last series oh right it, okay it, there's a track right at the end of uh of of series 4 yeah uh, that he wrote specifically for it which is really exciting so oh, wow. I, so I got the stems of that I got the stems of all the individual sort of tracks you know the guitar the drums the vocals and I could I could produce it and add add bits of my scorey kind of world into it and some sort of effects and things like that
0: yeah yeah. So
3: it kind of so, so it kind of married up to the the score that was leading up to it. Yeah.
0: Do you, Do you find yourself um, going going back and uh, and you know because Luther's have been around four mm. seasons now, but they are relatively short seasons. Mm. Mm. Um, if if you're if you're writing kind of these these pieces specifically for those episodes, mm. do you find yourself going back and sort of picking something up that you maybe referenced, um, you know, in a season before or you know.
3: Um, an episode before? Or- no, I, t- I tend to just deal deal with it. Uh, uh, particularly as there was, I think there was a couple of years between season three and yeah. four. Yeah. So I wanted to do something that had moved on slightly in terms of the palette. Yeah. So when it was a bit less string, uh, orchestrally uh, sounding and a bit more synthy. The, right. The, this latest one. Um And i got i got more toys out basically on am playing, playing a lot more guitar and putting it through effects and um i usually do some vocals uh, so i did quite a bit of tracking okay. on the last one um but yeah so it's, it's a nice creative gig that one you know i'm not sort of it feels like I'm i've got quite a lot of freedom yeah um and if something's working, we really we're really sort of encouraged to go for it. And uh, yeah. sometimes, sometimes it, it produces great unexpected results. I think.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, do you do you? Uh, is there a particular instrument that you go to to, to start off with? Um, is it piano because that's what your your background is, or, mm. or, or does it alter from from job to job as well?
3: Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, I tend to write on the piano when it's a, something like *Musketeers*, and it's very thematic and it's sort of orchestrally. Or and, and I, I've got a piano at home, so the first thing I do is play the piano. Yeah, um, and um, things will pop up. But with 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 luth or or psychological dramas, if you like, where um, it's more sometimes experimental sonically, then it will be about playing with sounds yeah um and uh just experimenting really in the lab for a bit yeah and, and finding a palette you know a sound palette yes
0: i always think with, with some of the composer guys they must just kind of walk past something and makes some noise and you go "Ooh, that's interesting
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's fair I, I sort of got to that later in my career really because i because i had such a rigorous kind of classical background it's all it's it's been about notes and rhythm and counterpoint and you know notes on a a page and how it's constructed like that that way really um and you know as technology's moved on and it's become easier and easier for you know idiots like me to use computers (laughs) uh, and, and it really is user friendly now that I can just drag up this that and the other and try effects on, on, on my voice and get people in and um, you don't have to have an engineer to do that for you you can do it yourself so yeah, yeah. Um, that I think that's really really changed the face of of TV and film music I think that sort of readiness yeah. for technology
0: yeah I, I mean I just since you brought up the technology for, for the music geeks out there what, what are you actually working with um in terms of uh, software and that sort of stuff
3: well i use Cubase i use Cubase eight pro right um, with a apollo quad um interface
0: okay
3: um and a s and a, um, i've got a, a, a desk which acts as a sort of fader port right' That's digital stroke analog desk right yeah um, and i use you know i use or, or contact with all thousands of instruments in there, <laughs> all the Hollywood stuff, and the lots of Spitfire software. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, God, the emails you get from these companies every day. <laughs> it's hard to buy buy everything they offer. Nice,
0: you know? Yes, we know you've got this, and it works perfectly well. But by this,
1: it's much shinier. Yes, <laughs>
3: you end up with so many different string sounds. Yes, yeah. um, and you know, sometimes you don't want to be bogged down with having to to. To, to try and find your template every time, you know? But yeah, uh, yeah. So I think we all have sort of go to, go to instruments that we know a way around, oh, yeah. but uh, piano has been a big difficult one for me because I'm a pianist Yeah. and, and, and software pianos will, yeah, however well they're sampled and it just doesn't feel like playing a piano. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So
3: you have to sort of have that leap of, uh, faith that what, that, once you step away and play it back, it will be convincing. But while you're playing it, it doesn't feel like playing a piano. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just got the Spitfire, the Hans Zimmer Air um, Lindhurst piano, which is nice, really yep. nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Now, my, my my um, as a slight aside, my my brother is a um, uh, organist, church organist. Oh yeah, and. Oh. uh he, had, he 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 spent uh, an an amount of money building a uh, an organ an electronic organ at home but wow. the, the software that comes with it um, or the, the software that you buy for it yeah. they actually go to various organs around the country so you can buy like a specific organ like if you want the cathedral organ from bath you can go and buy that um and they go and photograph the uh, stop panels on either side <laughs> wow. so you get exactly those so he's basically got monitors either side that we've got the stoppage panels on two electric um, keyboards and then they s- go and sample the individual pipes as well it's, it's phenomenal um,
3: what a feat.
0: Yeah. So, so if you, if you ever kind of fancy sort of church organ things, there is a company out there that <laughs> does that for very, very specific church organs. If you want particular kind of, sense.
3: No, tell me the name. What's it?
0: Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'd have to go and ask him, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I can, I can mail it to you. It's, um, yeah. But, yeah, it, it was fascinating <laughs> just sort of looking at this because it's, it's so intricately detailed, the way that they've done it. It's, it's quite incredible. But, uh, you know, and he's very fussy about those sort of, the, the kind of sounds that come out. So you can go and specifically say, I want that organ, and yes, yes. and they're going, like, it's crazy. Right.
3: Um, yeah, yeah, but there's and so much of it, and it's just I can't keep up. You know, composers <laughs> will sure, tell you that all the time. So there's yeah. always a new, there's always a new bassoon sound. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've got twenty of these already. <laughs> mm.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: No, I don't mean. Um, just moving on to one of your your other projects. You worked on uh, Sunshine on Leith. Um, oh yes yeah uh, which That's which true. i mean i i love the proclaimers they're uh, yeah. fantastic um and and the film's great and and uh, how was that working were you working with the guys or yeah well
3: well they're basically i met them um because i didn't know how much i because i arranged all the songs to to fit the new narrative of the film yeah uh, and sometimes we messed around with keys and sample uh, tempos, and um, slightly the, the emotional intent of the song changed because we had new lyrics to fit the you know the, the new story. Basically, so I didn't know what they were going to be like in terms of suggesting that I mess around with their songs. <laughs> uh, but but um, I met the I met them before we started shooting and, and they were great but it basically said you've got carte blanche mate you can do what you like <laughs> and that's, so, that was, <laughs> that's nice. That, that was nice to hear and you know it was it was it was a great gig to work on because it was one of those ground up things where you start from right at the beginning of the project and uh, you're involved in the casting and the oh wow and obviously recording Rehearsing with the actors around at my place and and finding the right keys for them and re- and ca- tailoring the arrangements around the actors yeah uh, and the particular scene that they're playing out at that when that song's being played so uh and then you know we recorded the so i what did I do I demoed all the songs um with sample sounds and then we then we recorded the vocals right. Um, up in Glasgow because most of it was shot in Glasgow and yeah, yeah. the exteriors in in Edinburgh, um, and then I came back to London and put the band on, um, and then when the film was cut, then I did the score, which kind of went in and out of the songs and, and put orchestra on top of the of some of the songs anyway, yeah, like the big number at the end and, and uh, yeah. some more emotional songs have strings added to them and things like that. But yeah, it's great fun. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a fantastic project to to get hold of, and and uh, you know, when you're working with somebody else's music, who and sort of you know, rearranging things and weaving your own stuff in. That that's a quite a unique thing, I guess, uh, in in your business to be able yes, to. Yeah, it's lovely,
3: that. but it's also kind of it's kind of the pressures off in terms of you're not actually it's, the the themes aren't your fault if you like. <laughs> <laughs> You can't, I, I felt I was an arranger on that job. Um, so, so the, you know, the pressure's off. You've already got material which you know yeah. is strong and it works and uh, it's a known quantity. So um, it was just doing it justice really dramatically in terms of making it fit with the the film and making the film fly when it needed to fly and, you know, really put, you know, those... those uh, Effect, you know where where to put the key changes and things like that, where the gear shifts go, you know well, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, good fun.
0: No, yeah, there's uh, uh there's another project which, well, there's a couple of things actually. One, your one and your one and only on screen credit that's on IMDb <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about a boy. Where you oh. play the
3: guitar teacher.
0: <laughs> that, that was you. You were working on that movie as well, uh, behind the scenes. I, I
3: yeah. I, uh, no, I thought you were going to say confetti then. Cause, oh right, uh, confess, Did you ever see that Debbie Issit film? Confetti? Um,
0: I can't remember whether I have oh, not.
3: Martin Freeman, uh, Jessica Hyde. It was about a, a wedding. Um, yes, wedding I'm competition. It. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was my actual, that was my screen debut. I was on, <laughs> seeing, on camera. That. Uh, somebody reminded me of that the other day. So, uh, <laughs> no, but about a boy, uh, well, I was, I sort of, I'd just been working on Captain Corelli's mandolin as the.
0: Oh, right, uh, yeah.
3: The, I was the music director on that. So I was out in Kefalonia and one of my jobs was. Teaching Nick Cage to play the mandolin and give him <laughs> giving his music lessons, uh, as well as all the, the 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 his his band of merry men sang sang opera all the time. So I arranged their their, their <laughs> opera singing and rehearsed them and all that sort of stuff. So that was good fun. And then yeah, I, mu- I must have got pigeonholed as somebody who could. Uh, work with actors <laughs> <laughs> on screen so I got a call saying would you be able to help Hugh Grant with his guitar playing he's got to do this uh <laughs> this <laughs> film about a boy so I said yeah of course so um went around to Hughes as you do and uh, and we had a yeah we had fun learning uh Killing Me Softly I think it was
0: yes yes that would have been that um, would have been it for that movie.
3: yeah That was, but I didn't appear on screen. I just. Oh right, okay. It was you, (laughs) Tim. look look good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, okay, I see. Yes, Um, I I I thought that was that was quite entertaining. I think that's the first thing on your IMDb credits. Um, Oh, certainly, it's right at the bottom anyway. So. Uh, do you have a particular? Because you work in theatre quite a lot as well, don't you? So, do, do you have a particular genre you prefer to write for? Do you do you prefer sort of writing for film, TV, or or theatre, or a nice mix of all
3: of them? I think. It, I mean, I think the mix is the thing for me. I mean, I think I'd, I'd I'd get terribly bored if I sort of got stuck in a particular genre of TV music, for example. Uh, you know, I like to do know, yeah, action, adventure, stru- uh, psychological thriller. I, get, I like to get my jazz chops out when I can. Um, and I love to get out of the studio and go in, into theatre and go into rehearsals and, and then work on theatre shows. So um, touch wood, I think you know, I've got a, a nice balance. Um, I do a lot of work with the RSC up in Stratford. As, oh, nice. Which is, I'm an associate artist with them, so I do one or two a year uh, there, so I'm slowly. I'm about halfway through the canon of Shakespeare plays, <laughs> and uh, um, we're doing a really fascinating production of The Tempest, actually in the in the autumn, which oh, wow. uh, uh, which Imaginarium are involved in, which is Andy Circus's capture captured studio, yeah, with Intel, and we're doing. There's going to be a lot of for the first time ever on stage. There'll be sort of. Ariel will be represented by a kind of uh, a mo mo capture actor uh, just off stage so that uh, he'll be represented as a, not a hologram but you know the sort of thing i mean yeah yeah it'll yeah, be, yeah it'll be a sort of um a vision that can t- change shape and turn into oh, this wow. different creatures and um all controlled by an by a physical actor so it should be quite astonishing um, Yeah, to that
0: yeah, that I may have to cuz I mean I'm I'm just north of Birmingham. Um yeah. just, oh. so I might have to get down to that cuz yeah. that Yeah. That sounds fascinating. That's that it sounds remind really me.
3: Remind me nearer the time cuz I'll get I'll get you I can get you a ticket if you oh, get it. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That, me that, email and it, it, it's um I think September or something like that. So.
0: Okay, yeah, that that would be really cool. I'd love, love to come and yeah, see yeah. that. Um that that sounds i've seen
3: some of the the preliminary kind of um video tests they've done and it it looks incredible
0: yeah yeah that i would like to see Mm -hmm. Uh, yes that'd be good um so uh a couple of final questions what are you doing next um other than the tempest
3: yeah well i got um i'm doing a ballet for the national ballet of canada
0: oh right okay
3: so uh and that's pinocchio oh cool um so that is, re- I'm really excited about that. That's, bit, that's a big, sort 90 minute full length ballet, wow! Uh, uh, big orchestra um, with a choreographer called Will Tuckett, who I've worked with a couple of times before uh, on some really fascinating stuff at the Linbury the, the Opera House. Oh, cool! Here, um, so that's in that'll be in Toronto this time next year. So I, I need to finish that by. They want the score by August.
1: Cool,
3: um, so that's that's what I get cracking as soon as I finish <laughs> this series of musketeers, yeah, um then I actually start sharpening my pencil for that
0: <laughs> and that's that's um all completely new original
3: yeah. production yeah so so the first thing that happens is the music, so that's kind yeah. of a bl- blank piece of paper wow, um very excited that's an awesome
0: thing to be able to get your teeth into. I'm sure, mm. yeah, mm. that's very cool, um. So that's what you're doing next. Um, one final question that, that sure. we always ask people because uh, um, we deal with a lot of TV shows on the on the site. Um, is, is there? a show which either um, you love because of the music or just because you love it or, or is there a show that you'd really like to get your hands on to write for
3: um, do you know what I like things like I, what I liked about things like Breaking Bad for example I shouldn't really say this is the sparsity of music
0: <laughs> you know you're, you're not the first composer to, tell, to say that <laughs> <laughs>
3: because we you know sometimes we, we get asked to write music when we, and we, we, we we're, we're crying out out to the directors and producers just to not put music in at that point because it just doesn't need it
1: yes yeah
3: and um, and so it's really nice really brave and and, and great to, to see things with that but i was i was talking to somebody the other day about i don't know if you know this story but back in the day the mgm um studio orchestra yeah back in the golden age of Hollywood, the, 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 one thing that terrified the players was Scott Bradley's Tom and Jerry scores. <laughs> it was phenomenally difficult music to play. And, yes. And I, I'd love to go back in time and, and be involved in that sort of scoring. Just, just, just to have a go. <laughs> um, but yeah, Scott Bradley is a legendary uh, composer. And, uh,
0: yes, i would never really thought about that, but I, I'm just, I'm just thinking of some of the music and, and yeah, yeah it's insane. So
3: yeah, I think animation in general is, 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 is a real challenge and a real, yeah, uh, it's great for composers really, because you're, you yeah. the music is right up there with everything else. Uh, in yeah. terms of driving it.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's kind of interesting. That would be great for him to say. Um, Okay, uh well, I shall I shall let you get back to your evening. Um Thanks, thank, you, thank you for coming on and talking to me. Um and and you know next time you've got something coming out uh, just just get in touch and we'll uh, we'll chat again.
3: Brilliant. All Thanks. Right.
0: Cheers. Take care. Steph, and you bye bye. So that was the interview, with Paul. Hope you like that. Well, I'll put up a bit more information about the various things we talked about um, up on the website. Next up, we have some air date info. Air date
2: info.
0: <laughs> that one's staying.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> air dates. Uh, these are changes for shows that are coming up. Uh, First up, we have a person of interest, which we now have a date for. I think we mentioned it last week, but didn't have an exact date. We now have an exact date. It's coming to Channel 5 on the 24th of February at 10 p.m., that's the one that you all took the mickey out of him. For I know, no, the Batman show. That's the one that's a bit like Batman. Yes. But not Batman. No, but
2: not Batman, no, Batman. But, it,
0: but it is, it is, it is very much like Batman. Go and watch Just it. It's fantastic. Batman, but no Batman. <laughs> don't start. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, that's, that's coming back for its fourth season. Um, Scandal is back for the second half of its fifth season. That's coming back on the third of March. That's 10 PM. Yonderland. We don't have an exact date for this, but, uh, there was a date that popped up of sort of October-ish. It sounds like that's going to be back. Um, I think that's that's had a slightly longer break because they went away to film a f- uh, movie in between. Uh, so that's uh, back in October. Uh, Blindspot Season 1 Part 2, that's back at some point in March. We think we don't know exactly when yet. Um, Ross Kemp's Extreme World, it looks like that's going to be back in November he's got another series which is in walking around uh britain sort of talking to gangs in britain and extreme areas of the uk so uh there's there's that coming up beforehand but it looks like he's got one abroad as well and that's coming back sort of Novemberish. november there is a new show coming to tlc called heartbeat uh not the one with nick berry this is <laughs> this is a new show um, starring melissa george who was in home and away and hunted and the good wife as uh Dr. Alex Pantier, the world-renowned heart heart transplant surgeon, um, starts 23rd of March in the US and on uh, TLC in the UK soon after, but we don't know exactly when. So that's coming up. Um, Outlander, we now have a date for, which I know lots of people were very happy about. This is the time-traveling Scottish Highland romance drama thingy. That's coming to Amazon Prime Instant. Uh, that's on the 10th of April, if that's turning up. Uh, Shinara Chronicles, which is the TV series based on the Shinara books by Terry Brooks. It's from the people that created Into the Badlands at Smallville. That's now got an exact date. That's coming on the 25th of February at 9 p.m., and there is a show called The Magicians, which is uh, coming to five star uh, at some point this year. We don't know exactly when yet. That's about some students in New York who discover that magic is real. Sounds kind of interesting.
2: That's uh, what's going to happen to me when I go to New York in three weeks' time.
0: <laughs> oh, you're going to New York in three weeks' time?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah I love why you
0: just had to crow that it's in there. So,
2: oh, by the way. I've been counting down since I... um since i booked
0: it yes um but now i I
2: feel like because it's like two weeks five days and it's like a tangible (laughs) oh it's actually pretty close
0: (laughs) yeah i'm i might have to try and get over there because i'm i'm not going to do i don't think i'm doing la this year so i I might try and get over there and and have you been before i've never been to new york so i mean
2: either i'm so excited
0: i quite fancy new york It, it it's one of a few places in America I'd like to try, but LA's good fun. I've done Florida before that's quite good fun, but but I yeah. I really quite fancy New York, and you can do New York really cheaply these days as well. Yeah, so, yeah. So uh, so yeah, I'm I'm kind of looking to to maybe do that as well at some I'm point just this
2: year. Started to feel like I'm on the set of every movie ever. <laughs>
0: it's true. You might run into some people from Gotham because they film Gotham up there. Oh, fingers so, crossed!
2: Yeah. I'm uh, hoping that I'll bump into um, Amy Poehler. And become best friends with her. Just casually on her way out from SNL. (laughs) Well,
0: you never know. Oh, hello. (laughs) Go go and hang around outside and see. (laughs) Let's be best friends. uh so next week on tv as i say there's a whole load of of stuff which i think might be interesting to people starting again as well as the stuff that started last week we have uh tonight at nine o'clock starts uh heroes reborn which is is back for a little mini series that comes to five star um and as yet yeah, nine o'clock that is the 100 starts tomorrow which is is a really fun little kind of teen drama thing about a group of teens stranded on a a sort of post apocalyptic planet Um, (laughs) post apocalyptic earth actually it is that's coming to E4 tomorrow night at 9pm Limitless again another show based off a film Uh, comes tomorrow night at nine o'clock as well that's coming to Sky 1 so uh, it's been getting fairly decent ratings I think that may even have been renewed for a second season already so uh, uh, and it will have Bradley Cooper popping up in it occasionally uh, because He's in also. the trailer. He's in the trailer. He does pop up certainly for the first episode. He's also exec producer on it, so it's sort of within within his. Uh, uh, it's it's worth it to him to try and make sure that the thing succeeds in the first place. Yeah. Um, he's not playing the same character. Well, no, he is playing the same character. Just he's playing more the kind of advisor role to, yeah, to the, somebody the else. The facilitator. So yes. Uh, but, yeah, that's tomorrow night at 9 o'clock on Sky 1. That's coming uh, 17th. Vikings Season 4 is landing on uh, Amazon Prime. That's on the 19th. So, uh, if you like Vikings, that's one to go watch. Um, the Night Manager, which is this mini series, that's coming to BBC One, starring Tom Hiddleston, yeah. Hugh Laurie, and Olivia Colman. If you've seen any trailers for it, it looks fantastic. Fabulous. That's
2: a strong cast. It is.
0: It's a really strong cast. Uh I think it's it's a co-production with one of the US networks. Um, so the BBC put up, I think, a third of the money for it. So it it's it but it it looks brilliant. Um and it from people that have seen it already are, are saying that it's well worth watching. So uh and it's only six episodes or something, so it's not a huge investment of time to get into. So definitely want to go and see uh parts and rec season five that's coming to dave on the 21st of february at 11 p.m um dave now have seasons 47 so they'll be getting the rest of them uh, they'll be running the rest of them after that just came up today fresh meat season four that's starting on the 22nd of february at 10 p.m on channel four uh that's for its final season and girls, season five uh c- comes back for its penultimate season on the twenty second of February at ten forty five on Sky Atlantic. So yeah, I'm I- I'm sure there's lots of people looking for that to come back. Uh, and that's everything for this week. So uh <laughs> oh, lots going on, as per <laughs> yeah, Good go- this week there's like a lot coming out. Yeah, it's well as I say, we've we've hit a sort of start of a new kind of season it's the post-Christmas season that's finally kind of picked yes. up um, but but unfortunately that means everything's landed at once and I do wish they'd spread things out a bit more because we could have done with some of this straight in after Christmas in January yeah rather than just rewatching <laughs> everything yeah so um if you want to catch up with the latest air dates, you can visit us on the website at geektown.co.uk. Throughout the week, um, you can email us at podcast@geektown.co.uk, at or you can leave a message on the website posts. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at geektown and um, Facebook at facebook.com/forward/slash/geektown, or on Instagram at geektownuk. Uh, that's everything. We shall see you next week. Bye-bye.
2: Bye bye. Bye.